This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I have this beautiful vision where we have a Patreon episode where it's just lead it's me you and our babies and we talk about <gasps> like how and what <laughs> they are going to do as friends and stuff like that and we try to get them to know each other and stuff oh like that oh my gosh a baby debrief like, yeah yes there'll be lots of cooing and whining and then babies will be there too oh we're yeah. just going to say that <laughs> okay right. it's, it's you and me right. versus the oh world my God. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Sitcom D&D, a real play Dungeons & Dragons podcast recorded in front of a fake studio audience. Today, we're picking up inside Chucky Busters as the gang approaches the end of their first day of work in their new positions, (laughs) which means Chip is on the games. He's the games operator. Chalice is dishing out baked cheese and dough. Wiping the sweat from her brow, getting after it. Seb is a trash person. <laughs> Jennifer is working the ticket counter, and she's exchanging tickets for prizes and keeping everything afloat. But Beef, your day manager, is strangely nowhere to be found, which is very inconvenient because a kid who's celebrating their ninth birthday has just started sobbing crying in the middle of the restaurant. So we'll pick up there. Quiet on set. Sound speeding. And we're rolling. Dice! When you need a break from this crazy world to see your friends and fill a cup, find Sebastian Chalice, Chip, and Beef at the noble bottoms up. As step by step our growing pains are improving home and away, we're feeling absolutely fabulous on another happy day. We're in different worlds with different strokes, but the good times will not end. So cheers to all our family and our friends. Starring Aaron Keith as Chalice Glass, Elizabeth Andrews as Beef, Waleed Mansoor as Chip Ahoy, Ben Briggs as Sebastian Von Hugh Grant, and Sean Coyle as everything else. Sitcom D&D is filmed in front of a fake studio audience. Why are you crying? (laughs) What? Why are you crying? I lost all my tokens. I used them all. Well, maybe you shouldn't have been so bad at the game. Sorry. You gotta follow the rules, okay? This kid was trying to cheat. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Mom, I'm the game's master. Why are they yelling at me? You were trying to cheat. Why were you trying to? And then Chalice falls asleep standing up because she's actually never worked at all in her <laughs> life before today. <laughs> I wish I didn't have my birthday at Chucky Busters.
I wish you didn't have your birthday at Chucky Buster. We all yeah. are on the same page here. Where's Beef? Shouldn't he be handling? Uh, yeah, where's the day manager? Huh? Why don't you guys roll for perception? Two. One. Seventeen. <laughs> Chip and Chalice, you have no idea what's going on. Seb, you hear a commotion outside. When you look out, you see that there is a huge crowd now gathered in the street just outside of Bottoms Up with a makeshift stage a la a street festival and a big banner that reads a benefit bash by beef hastily painted on that banner. Oh, what the hell is going out? All right. We got a turd in the ball pin. We're going to be closing for two hours. Everybody out. Everybody out. Everybody out. Worst birthday ever. Oh, I, it only gets worse, bud. Try growing up. Oh, there's a festival happening. That's kind of fun. Thank God. His parents are so relieved. <laughs> what is going on out here? It appears to be some sort of benefit concert for beef. We, I think we should investigate. We go outside. Chip, Seb, Chalice, you see beef waiting in the wing about to take the stage uh, at this street festival. Beef! Psst! Beef! What the heck is uh, this shenanigans? Well, you guys, I, I, I felt pretty bad. I slept on it and I, made, and I thought to myself, you know, I made this oopsie poopsie. I made the oopsie poopsie. Mm. Uh, what, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, I spent what are you talking about? all of our money. I spent it uh, at the wedding, but I also forgot oh. to tell you guys I spent it on so many other things that were <laughs> just absolutely egregious. What? And, yeah. Yep. All these rings on my hands. Each ring. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sell the rings. Yep. I was dipping into the cash. I was dipping into everything. No, sell the rings, I'm saying. It, no, no, no. Chip. <laughs> Chip. <laughs> But I got the next best thing, guys. I'm just going to go do Daddy Beef style. I'm going to go up, do a concert, wada bing, bada bam. I'm going to pass around a jar, church style, steal all the, get all the money from everybody. Church style. Church style. Catholic church style. We all know that, right, guys? Stealing money. Yes, we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And... We'll get the 2,000 coins, no problemo, after today. And then bada bing, bada bam, <laughs> we're back in business. Bottoms ups is saved. Beef, this is genius. I don't know why we didn't think of this. Of course, we'll just earn the money the same way we did last time, having you sing and dance and be hilarious. Yeah, this is the best idea since, uh, uh, since we... Um... Well, since we... This is our best idea. This is so... our best idea. Yeah, no. You actually, of course you can't think of it. Because this, this is, is honestly the only idea I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. And I am so sure of it that it's going to work, that I'm going to do it blindfolded. And Beef puts what? on a blindfold. Oh, why? No, you don't have... And you hear from the audience, you hear a chant start. It starts softer and then it gets louder and louder and gains in momentum. Beef, 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 beef. Well, looks like the crowd wants the soak zone to soak it up. I'll be right back, guys. Make it rain, King. And he moonwalks um, up the stairs, but it's awkward. And it's bad because he's blindfolded, but he makes it up there. Hey, everybody. How are we feeling today is midday? Wet. Wet. That's right. You 
me daddy hit it boys he grabs his loot opens his mouth but oh real quick as beef goes to sing his first note and project out to the entire audience it gets caught right in his throat and can't move past his lips Beef sing. Beef sing. Beef, is this some sort of experimental? Beef, you have to sing. Scoop, scoop. I don't know. Scoop. Ow. Scoop what? Is this from his new album? Uh, Chalice is going to rush up, and can I roll for something? Investigation? Yeah, I'll roll for investigation. Okay. 18. Chalice, as you get on stage, you see Beef, his eyes going bloodshot from the strain that he's putting on. And you can tell that he is unable to sing. And that's pretty clear to everyone in this moment. But you can tell that there's something medically or magically going wrong here. Uh, Chalice scoops Beef up in her arms and then goes, Is there a doctor? Is there a doctor in the crowd? Not so loud. Not so loud, Chalice. There certainly is. Oh, Chalice. Chalice. I just wanted one season. (laughs) Just one season. No, not him. Not him. Um, Beef is going to be right back to sing so nice in just one second. That was sort of a joke that he'll explain later. Okay, because you said it was a joke and it wasn't, can you roll for deception, Chalice? <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, 20. Okay. Now, all of a sudden, they feel like they were a little bit behind the ball in the joke. There's like a laugh that kind of passes over the entire audience. <laughs> oh, we get it. We're smart. We It was a joke, of course. Oh, he'll be back. And then they all clap. They all clap as you Morons. exit the stage and go now behind the stage where Dr. Pibb is already waiting for y'all. All right, let me, uh, let me take a look at what's going on here with my, uh, with my bud Beef. I don't know what's happening to me, Doc. Doc, I don't know. Every time I try to sing, it just... Oh wow! Open your open your mouth. Let me take a peek down your throat here. Uh, oh my goodness! Wow! Uh-oh. What is it, Doc? What is it? Oh, um, I just looked down your throat, and um, I don't know how to say this, but it looks like you might have uh, well, you certainly have throat scallops. No, 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 no. Yeah. What is that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> the long and short of it is, um, basically, well, it looks exactly like what you think it would look like. And throat scallops, well, what they mean is that you're you're never going to sing again, Beef. <gasps> what? It's hard because a lot of times these throat scallops, they gravitate towards, well, the tenderest, most juicy, most talented of, of the throats in vocal cords. And then it's a rare case where it got beef this time, or... <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you, Beef, except for I'm sorry. You take that back. You take that back. This angel was born to sing. It's his whole life. What'd you do to him? What'd you do to him? Release him from your spell. I didn't do anything, and I... Gosh, I wish that I could do something, but there's no cure, Beef. There's no cure. You have um, a spot of mustard on your shirt. Oh, I, I do? Oh, he actually has a spot of mustard on his shirt. Beef's not even trying to sort of do that sweep up, hit his nose. 
No, hit his nose. Beef, hit his nose. Beef, punch him in the face. Beef, punch him. I... I'm late for an appointment. And he runs, and he runs through the crowd. Beef! Beef! No, drink some of his soda! Beef! No, no. And he's running through the, weaving through people, and he's pushing, pushing by everyone. No, no, who am I? What am I? What's happening to me? Does Beef know where Beef is going, or just running, like, in a, just running in a direction, just away? Yeah, Beef is fully, has, like, is in shock mode. He has no idea. He's just running with his arms kind of flailing up near him and if anyone gets kind of near him but also further away he'll run up to them and push them out of his way. (laughs) (laughs) He's like something's really wrong with me. Something's really wrong. Uh, Beef, why don't you roll a d8 to see for how many hours you're just moving before you finally come to a stop. No singing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm already... (laughs) I can't do it. Well, eight. You rolled an eight? Yeah. Wow. Beef is on the move for eight long hours until he he doesn't even... can't even really recall the the journey that he's taken to get out here. It's been so (laughs) out of his head. But when Beef finally collapses and comes to... His hands feel sand because Beef has actually moved in one direction for so long that he's made it all the way out into the Pricket Desert. And the Pricket Desert, you know you're there because when you look around you, you see cactuses the size of sequoia trees, the size of modern skyscrapers looming in the distance. Don't look at me. I'm hideous. <laughs> <laughs> no one is looking at you, and no one is around. <laughs> oh. Beef, who are you? He's like looking down into the sand, like a you would look into a puddle, like Zoolander. <laughs> who are you? If you can't sing, you you stupid, you 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 stupid. You you're not gonna get the money back. Your friends are gonna hate you. No one's gonna like you if you can't sing. Who are you? And he looks up into the sky and he puts his fists up towards the sky. Who am I? And there's a crack of lightning, and with that lightning, there's also an intense tonal shift. Things get tinted a little darker, and. Beef's vision goes from a nice big square into a thinned out rectangle. (laughs) Almost like it gets focused into widescreen. Beef, what you see in the desert just a little ways off, looks to be a carriage. Which, now that you've been moving for about eight hours, you're thinking, well, I gotta get somewhere to stay because you're pretty tired, you're pretty hungry, and you're pretty parched. Yeah. So the only thing that you see at all in your surroundings is a carriage. Should I do a perception check to make sure it's safe? Sure. 14. With a 14, as you approach the carriage, you can see that there are no horses attached to it. So it looks like an abandoned carriage. 
and it looks like it's been abandoned for quite some time. But something about the situation and the surroundings and some footprints in the sand make you think that it's not, it can't be completely abandoned because it looks like there was some activity here and then not so distant past. I forgot to mention that in the eight hours, Beef has taken his pants off and fashioned it around his head because <laughs> he's lost. So his pants are wrapped around his head. And he's wearing um, whitey tighties underneath. <laughs> and he's like crawling up to the carriage. Knock, knock. Uh, I need some water, water, water. So there is no response. I'd like to like go inside. Can I, is it possible? Is the door unlocked or a window open? I'd like to go see if there's water inside and a snack. When you go to try the door, you find that it actually just kind of pushes open, but you see that the lock has been busted off the door. Um, And there is some scattered wood fragments that used to be the lock inside the carriage. And as you look at those wooden fragments of the previous lock, you trace them to a body. There's a dead body lying on the floor of this abandoned carriage. Hey, uh, just looking for some water here. And he, like, kind of just, he tries to, like, step over the body to get to a glass of water. Be funny, you roll for perception. 16. As you are lifting that bucket of water to your lips and you're almost subconsciously just you know, bringing in as much water into your body as you can, you start to get your bearings on this room. And the first thing you're focused on is this body. And you see that it is, in fact, a dead body wearing a name tag that reads Gregory Green. And as you look about the carriage, you suddenly realize that there are tons of beakers and mysterious liquids, flasks and cauldrons. And there's actually a small, even active flame still happening under one of these uh, beakers right now. What the? And as you take notice of that, you hear from outside, Hey, what's going on in there? Uh, oh, uh, 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 occupied. I mean, no one's home. I mean, somebody's dead in here. I mean, not me. <laughs> oh, a funny guy. Why did you come on out here? Uh, Beef, um, scared, opens the door. And Beef, as you exit the abandoned carriage, uh, you see Zach Ghost, but his friends call him Silly Peter. (laughs) He wears a golf polo, pleated slacks, a braided leather belt, has a goatee, is approximately 5'11", and really body type would just be a typical dad bod. Uh, He has a fanny pack that appears quite full and honestly looks like a straight-edge human dad that probably sells insurance or something like that. Well, we got ourselves a little new guy, a little newbie, the novice. Hey, hey. And I give you kind of like soft little punch on the shoulder. I'm sorry. uh, Do I know you? (laughs) Funny guy. Well, let's just say you know a few of my friends. And I open up. Uh, briefcase and it's filled to the brim with 
all sorts of gold and like money and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> you probably already know the deal, but here's how this works. I'll give you half now, and then when you deliver the rest of the stuff tonight in Vice Canyon, no later than midnight, you get the rest of the cheddar cheese. How's that sound, huh? Oh, Pinch uh, your cheek. I'm sorry. I, I think you might have the wrong guy. There's a guy in there, and he he might maybe know what's going on i I, i'm just my pants are my hat oh golly (laughs) well i i i i I can see your pants are your hat well i really hope you're the right guy because if you're the wrong person then i have no reason to keep you alive oh let me just get my hanky oh sorry i'm just getting over a wee little cold (laughs) so i hope you're the guy and i forcefully push the briefcase into Beef's hand because if not you just stole a lot of money from me and I'm gonna have to bury you six feet deep because oh gosh silly Peter hates a thief and he hates a liar no I'm your guy I'm your guy I guess yeah I'm your guy yep good 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 you wanna hear a joke (laughs) um good good polar bear walks into a bar Bartender says, what are you drinking? And he goes, I'll have a... Iced tea? No, don't interrupt me or I will kill you. (laughs) Rum and Coke. (laughs) Bartender says, why the long pause? And the bar er, in the polar... You know what? You kind of ruined up my timing. (laughs) It's not... No. Now it's not funny. Ooh, I... Come on, boss. We should get going. We're running late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. You better have the shipment to me by midnight or you're... Well, you're going to be pushing up daisies. All right, kiddo? And I give you a slightly more forceful punch into the same shoulder as I did before. It's like not as friendly this time, though. <laughs> and just as quickly as they came, they're gone. Leaving Beef stunned with his pants as a hat in the middle of the desert. Beefy, beef, beef. What'd you get yourself into? What is this? What? Okay, well, I could... Well, I have this money. I could I could go bring it back to the gang. No, no, I can't do that. I can't do that because then this guy's gonna find me. He's gonna whack me off. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, Vice Canyon, Vice Canyon. And he looks up at the sun. Ow! Oh! Um. Uh, uh, hey, boss. Uh, they messed up your coffee. I think it's mostly cream. I can go back if you want me to. Oh, what the hell? Beef. You see uh, a new character enter this abandoned carriage, clearly not expecting to see you there. And Aaron, do you want to describe what this character looks like? Yes. Uh, this is Jumpy Blueman. <laughs> He's short, guarded, and has neon blue eyes. It looks like he hasn't had a decent meal or a shave in three weeks. He is covered in tattoos from a former life where he was a drummer from the band The Bard and the Barbecues. (laughs) That was a lifetime ago. He is on a bright yellow cape that is worn down and covered from the dust of the desert. His tough exterior is a flimsy front for his terrified interior. Whoa, what'd you do to Mr. Green? Me? What'd you do to him? I found him like this. And Jumpy grabs a stick and starts, like, protecting himself with it. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. I am here on business. Who are you working for? No pleasure. Who sent you to kill him? Nobody. Can you believe it? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> are you f***ing kidding me? I'm not f***ing oh, kidding you. Oh, man, this is some f***ed up shit. No, it's no, not no, 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 no. Um, and can I go, like, I'm about to start to come at beef. Yeah, are you actually attacking or? No, I'm just like okay. sort of, I'm threatening an attack. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I'm terrified, but also a little turned on by these neon blue eyes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. Oh, did I say that out loud? I thought I was thinking it. Damn it. Oh, my God. Um, I swear I come in peace. I, I found him like this. I've been running Who around. are you? What's what your name? Beef. Just beef. I swear. Whoa. Are you like the singer? Once was. <laughs> uh... Uh, Mr. Green here, uh, he was my band teacher in high school, if you can believe it. A bird was with us in the van and played all your songs. You're beef? You're really beef? <laughs> yeah, kid. And he turns and he kind of looks out the window of the wagon. I once was beef. But now, I don't know who I am anymore. If I can't sing. I got scallops in my throat. Are you messing with me? <laughs> you weren't sent here to kill him and kill us because of all the... Not drugs, in case you haven't noticed yet? No, no, beef doesn't even, isn't really. <laughs> no, no, no. I was wandering around in this desert for hours, I don't know, days it could be. Uh, with And I put my pants as my hat and my, my undies are my undies. And it's just, it's a mess. And I'm a mess. You don't have any weapons on you? Just a loot and a toot, if you call that a weapon. All right, put them down on the ground. Okay, well, the toot is locked and loaded. Should I release it? (laughs) No, no, not in here. Okay. Not in here. Okay. Whoa. What's in the briefcase? Finders keepers. I mean, (laughs) just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Man, is there gold in there? Yeah, this guy came by named Silly Pete or something, and he gave it to me, and he said he was going to kill me, and I have to go to Vice Canyon by tonight or something like that. Mr. Green never would have done this. We don't take money from the... Are you kidding? Did you say you weren't home? Where were you, man? Getting cream for your boss? (laughs) I did the... I was was the only one here to receive. He's going to kill us, man. We are much smaller operation. We don't go... We don't cross over to the turf to go that far. Operation? What the hell are you running here? Shit just got real, man. We got to go. We have to do it. Uh, uh, You know what? You have no other choice. I'll kill you if you leave me to do this by myself. Dang, everyone's throwing that out there like it's just easy peasy. I'll just kill you, man. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I will. Okay. I will. Are you kidding? I, I believe you. I'm about to show you how serious this is. Look around you. What do you smell? What do you see? We're dealing bazinga out of here, man. That's what the shipment's for. Oh, you just got up and folded into the worst crime in Fraser. If he doesn't whack you off, all the people involved in this are coming for you too now. How many people are we talking? A million. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, Jumpy. So with that, Jumpy opens a chest that was slid under kind of like a secret compartment in the carriage and in it you see thousands of little bricks of black, metallic-looking chewing gum organized 
in tight rows and packed inside the chest. Beef, you've heard of Bazinga before. Yeah. It's a street drug that you know is illegal, dangerous, and highly addictive. That's a lot of Bazinga. Yeah. And this is worth more than your life. Beef's just going to, without anything, thinking at all, he just reaches down and he pops one in his mouth. (laughs) No! And so here's what happens when someone takes Bazinga. Effectively, you'll experience like the spell haste. So your speed is doubled. You'll get a plus two bonus to your AC. You'll have advantage on all dexterity saving throws. And you gain an additional action on each of your turns if you're in combat. However, that's not all that's going on here. Beef, I'm going to have you roll a D100 to see what side effects you experience from Bazinga. Also, just want to give a special shout out to Chad Rines, a good friend and a friend of the pod, who's an amazing DM who came up with the way this drug works in our world, which is haste and then a side effect of a wild magic surge. So shout out, Chad. Thank you. We love you. Love you, Chad. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's not his birthday anytime soon, but just in case he's listening to this <laughs> oh, around, yeah, yeah. around his birthday. <laughs> I got a 53. <laughs> Beef roll um, 5d6. <laughs> oh, God. Four. One. So we're at five. Two. Seven. Five. Last one. Three. Beef is immune to being intoxicated by alcohol for the next 15 days. Whoa. <laughs> what? Well, he can't drink he can't at work. Drunk for he can't 15 get drunk? days. <laughs> Off alcohol, nope. That's actually kind of a curse for Beef. I know, yeah. this is like a curse. Especially right now in this situation. Whoa. What the hell, Mr. Beef? Do you know how wrong that could have gone? Do you know how expensive <laughs> that piece is? Well... I mean, I've I've heard of Bazinga, but I've never seen it. I thought I would I mean try everything once. You know what I'm saying? Jumpy grabs his collar and pushes him up against the wall. Whoa! You listen to me. You have to get serious. I wasn't running this on my own. You know, I had help. He was not a great mentor, but he was my mentor. And I need you to step up, okay? Stop getting high. Get your shit together. And Jumpy throws him on the ground. Oh. Sorry about that. I, I'm sorry. Uh, wow. All right, Mr. Beef, let's go. And Jumpy ties the horse that's been beside the carriage to the carriage and starts to take off. Save the world or end it. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Victoria Aveyard's number one New York Times bestselling Realm Breaker series, which is coming to an explosive close, which is why I had to use my intense voice. And boy, is it worth it, because an epic high fantasy series for fans of Lord of the Rings and Shadow and Bone is coming to an end. Yes, when the heroes fail, a pirate's daughter with ancient blood and her ragtag group of companions must pick up the sword to save the realm. The realm is threatened by an old world prince and his army of corpses and the demonic god that controls them both. This series has everything from high-stakes battles, journeys across the mystical lands, dragons, hellhounds, and krakens, and don't forget a fiery villain romance that threatens to burn the very edges of the world. So find out more about this epic series and its unforgettable conclusion at epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. That's epicreads.com slash fatebreaker.
Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Rocket Money. If you're like me, then you've struggled to find some time to manage your finances. Uh, at the end of a busy week, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all that for me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. That's rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. I'm sorry that I had to stop the piss. Fine. You're pissed. No. You're mad. You want to talk about it? No, I'm just really <laughs> grateful that I spy stopped. Mm. Mr. Beef, <laughs> I swear I couldn't do another minute of that. What the gang loves I spy. It's a it's a, cl- a cult classic. I'm actually begging you to never bring up the gang to me again. I don't <laughs> care who you were before. You're here now and this is now and this is what's going on. Okay, okay. I'm not talking about who I used to be and the dreams I used to have. Or the girls of mine that have choked before we went to New Zealand. (laughs) I don't remember anything from the show. (laughs) Whoa, man. That sounds heavy. If you get pretty scared because you do spy something and you don't know how you're going to convey this information without getting in trouble. Um... Yeah, so I've had shit happen to me, man, and I'm not bringing it up. Uh, I'm talking about my old friends who are dead and gone. I, I'm, I see, I sp- don't you dare. It's bad. Spy anything with your little eye. My little eye sees something pretty bad up ahead. I'm not playing. Respect my boundaries, bitch. <laughs> no, Jumpy, I'm, I'm serious. Look. Up ahead on the road is another carriage, but one of the wheels, one of the wooden wagon wheels, seems to be off, and the person who presumably it's their carriage is waving you down, asking for help. Appearing large and formidable, and standing at seven foot three inches, one might be led to believe that he is one dangerous and nasty fella. And you'd be right, you piece of shit. He's f***ing huge, <laughs> and he's got a horrifying grin that shows more teeth than a being should ever have. He wears a blue raincoat and a red rain hat and carries an adorable little suitcase. Yes, he looks like a f- giant menacing Paddington that'll eat the f***ing face off your skull. That's right. <laughs> this is Paddington the bugbear. <laughs> Paddington? Paddington. <laughs> oh, I love this. It looks like he needs help. No, man. In Pricket Desert, everything's a trap. We just got to keep our eyes forward and stop spying things with our little eyes. <laughs> I- I'm sorry, man, but it looks like he really is in trouble. I think we should. I think we should pull over. All right, when this goes south, it's your fault. My funeral is what you should have said. Better sense. <laughs> 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 and he 
hops off. <laughs> um, excuse me, sir. You, you seem I, to be in some trouble. How can we help? Yeah, I could use your help. Uh, what you driving there? Oh, it's just uh, my buddy's carriage. Uh, oh, yeah, um, your buddy, eh? Yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, looks like you're missing a wheel here. You just gotta put this wheel back on. <laughs> hey, how about you not worry about my wheel? Okay. You literally <laughs> asked us ask for help? Oh, my God. <laughs> what you doing over here? Oh. Driving through. Where are you, where are you headed tonight? Oh, um, well, me and my buddy, we're going to Vice Canyon. Got a couple of, oh, got to drop Vice off Canyon. there and... <laughs> An important yeah, drop. what you dropping off? Actually, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. I'm just kind of along for the <laughs> ride, but... Oh, playing dumb! Is that right? Or are you just a dumb person? Oh, oh my God. Well, this interaction has become quite rude. I don't know if I want to help you anymore. Oh, uh, that's all right. I don't need your help. Actually, I'll help you. What? Uh, and I pull out a knife, and I put it to his throat. That's not a knife. This that. is a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> oh, sh! It's Pweddington. And Jumpy's now just recognizing him. Hey, Jumpy, get over here, too. Shoot. Uh, and um, Jumpy's, like, trying to grab for a weapon. You know you're not supposed to be in my space. All right, this is my territory. This is all just a big misunderstanding. Uh, tell him, Oh, me. is it? Accidentally drove right through my territory. That's an accident. Oopsie poopsie. I spy with my little eye a past relationship here. Yeah, he's tried <laughs> to kill me like a hundred times. He killed my boss, like, I'm sure, earlier today. Oh, no, I killed him. And you replaced him with this guy? No, I didn't get to actually <laughs> take applications, idiot. <laughs> You're Look. running with this guy and I'm the idiot, sure. Yeah. Just just this once, and then we'll be out of your hair. I'll never come back here again, I promise. You're not going to come back here, and neither is this guy, and I s- stab beef. Oh. Roll an attack. A nat 20. Oh. oh. Yes! <laughs> that guy's on Whose side are you on? Plattington. I'm just having a good time. Uh, wait, how much damage does that do? 12 damage. Whoa. Because mm. it's double damage. Beef, what do you do? Besides take 12 damage. <laughs> well, I can pray to God for the first time in my life. Um, uh, I, after he stabs me, which really hurt, um, I'm going to do right. one of my spells. I'd like to do um, hideous laughter. Ooh, okay. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. Do you know what the the difficulty check is? Well, I botch. You botch? Yeah, I botch. No matter. Weddington no botches. <gasps> so it's successful. Oh so, Elizabeth, God. do you want to describe what happens to Weddington? When he stabs me, I, and I look up at him, I go, well, at least I don't look like a big teddy bear in a big coat and hat. <laughs> and... You are, <laughs> and through the power of magic. Yeah, through the power of magic. <laughs> that lands. It lands so hard He that um, Plattington is looking down at him and he cracks a smile. He's he's like never like genuinely smiled. And he cracks a smile and then he starts kind of like laughing a little bit. And then it just turns into a lot. <laughs> 
everybody's pissed. <laughs> Jumpy starts uh, laughing too because he feels like he got left out of a joke. <laughs> He's like, no, Jumpy, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> oh, okay. F- uh, all right, quick, man, you, you, you're bleeding. Yeah, no, I, I got this. I've done this before on the road. Just get back on the wagon, and I'll. And Gotten I'll... stabbed? Yeah, man, this is lo- real life. <laughs> Haven't you? Um, and right before we jump up onto the carriage, uh, Beef as um, Plattington is doubled over in laughter. Beef yoinks his hat <laughs> from his head. And then Beef says, now you don't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) And he jumps up onto the carriage. (laughs) Um, Jumpy, uh, like, what is it called when you go like, yeah, the horse, and they take off. As they pull out into the distance, Paddington is left in the dust. I'll make you pay. I'll make you pay. So it is now 9 p.m. as you pull into Vice Canyon. The stars are illuminating the desert sky, but they're a little bit harder to see because of the light pollution that comes out of Vice Canyon. At first, you don't see anything as the carriage pulls up, because as we know, canyons go into the ground. There's nothing to look at when you're (laughs) far away. But as you pull up to the edge of the canyon, light is pouring out and upward into the night sky. As you gaze down, you see a bunch of magical lights emanating out of hundreds of different holes that seem to be dug out of the sides of the canyon. Cool. You see a system of pulleys and carts and carriages where uh, people are being dropped off at different places and caverns throughout this system. And it is alive. And it has a very seedy, very dangerous, very exciting energy to it. And as you're peering down, you hear a metallic clunk. And you see that one of these pulley uh, cages opens its metal door and is now taking more passengers. Oh, what do you say, Jumpy? You know where you're going? Yeah, you gotta lay low, man. You're bleeding out. (laughs) Oh, no, this is fine. I, I'm i just going to put my um, underwear over it. There we go. It looked like it hurt. You snapped the band. <laughs> yeah, kind of hurt a bit, but it'll be fine. I haven't been back here since I was just a kid, basically. Yeah, you never told me. What What was your dream? I wanted to be on stage, getting applause from a crowd that loved me. You and me both. Maybe we're two pods of a pea more than we think. No, it doesn't. Nothing. Not, no, doesn't matter. Focus I on think the guys. Spy a friendship a brewing. No, no. <laughs> yeah, eyes, yeah, yeah. Eyes ahead. No spying things. Quiet. Okay, okay. Just okay. keep an eye out. Here. And before you know it, another clunk, and the doors open again into a magically lit and vibrant, almost like neon colors flashing uh, cavern, and. Off of this, which is just one of uh, just one of the many hundreds of caverns that come off the chasm, as you walk that path down that cavern, you see this actually branches into more shops and openings and taverns. But Jumpy is confidently moving past 
all the people who are either too inebriated or too distracted to see that you two are on a mission. Beef definitely, as he walks through all these people, is picking up every alcoholic drink he sees and <laughs> counting it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and Jumpy keeps slapping away his hand because Beef keeps trying to hold Jumpy's hand. All right, Mr. Beef, just be cool, shut up, and let me do the talking. Do you have the briefcase? Yeah, right here, right here. God, you should have changed. We should have figured out an outfit for you before we came here. Just want to describe how Beef looks right now. Is that? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we got to take still... a second because I think it's insane. <laughs> his pants are still his hat, but on top of that is a hat, the Plattington hat, and his whitey tidies are fully soaked in red blood. And <laughs> <laughs> what an image! <laughs> and he's ready to go. He's still wearing, you know, he's still wearing his classic vest and the the V up top and the bottom. Don't worry. Oh, we um, know, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumpy. Um, lifts his hand up to the door and does the friend's knock on the door. And immediately the door swings open and two of Zach Ghost's henchmen silently escort you deeper into his lair. What are you doing in this moment, Zach? Well, I'm unzipping my freaking fanny pack. I'm fishing out some Burt's Bees chapstick. I'm applying said chapstick, putting it swiftly back, giving the fanny pack a nice little tap. And then I'm reaching back into the fanny pack and getting some trail mix out. And I'm just going to town on the cashews and ain't even looking at the dang raisins, okay? That's that's for freaking rabbits. Hey, man. Do you have my frickin' bazinga, huh? Yeah, I mean, you're the guy from before. Uh, yeah, of course, yeah, here, uh, yeah, right here, right here in this briefcase, right up there, and he, and he plops the briefcase on the desk. Oh, I, I open up the briefcase, I slam a Bowie knife down into it, and then I lick off the top and I go, mmm, mmm, yeah, that's genuine, yep, that'll, <laughs> that'll, that'll do it. All right, man, we'll just take our money and go. Uh, we don't want to be in your hair too long. Ooh, sorry. We're kind of running a consignment operation for newbies. So uh, I'll take this. I'll sell it. And uh, next time uh, I'll get you on the flippity flip. You know what I mean? Hey, man, no. You, no, the- beef, whatever. Let's just go. We'll gamble down the canyon. I, no. I don't want to die today, man. Yeah, you don't want to die today. <laughs> the security grabs both of your arms. But, but but a deal's a deal. Here's the deal. You ain't getting paid, all right? So I'll ask you. You want to hear a joke? Not the time for it, but sure. Jumpy's like <laughs> grabbing Beef's arm and trying to pull him out. I'll, I'll be the one to tell you. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? A guy that's lost? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a fish. <laughs> It's sophisticated. There's no joy in this right now. <laughs> Come on, man. No. No, I'm upset. I'm mad. We could, we went through the whole desert for hours, for so long, to give you this bazinga, and you said you were going to give us some money. And you know what? You're going to give it to us. I know you are, because you're a good guy. You're a great guy. Well, thank you. A guy that knows what honor is and what respect does. You can tell that to my frickin' 14-year-old. Screamed at me and called me a mother 
Kurt the other night. I mean, it's just like, you know, those what? teens, those teens. You got, I don't know. I just, I think they're just watching the wrong stuff. They're hearing all these crazy musics. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to, I want to mm-hmm. hump that. Jumpy is getting jumpy. <laughs> Beef's hands are on his hips, talking. They're bo- both hands are on their hips, talking to each other. Oh, man. Why Ooh. do you look like two dads at a soccer game? This is horrible. Come on, Beef. Wait, 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 wait. I got a deal for you, Mr. Ghost. Okay. Mr. Zach Ghost. That's my name. <laughs> I bet I could drink you under the table, man. <laughs> all righty then. Well, I've been able to put a, a couple of diesels down, all right? Some heavy beer. So, uh, yeah, I think we got ourselves a little bit of a deal. Beef, wager something on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jumpy. Uh, wow, no, nothing for this. We're just having a friendly contest. I wager <laughs> our earnings plus this cool pen that's on your desk. If I beat you in this drinking competition, then you have to give us all the money back. That's a Mont Blanc, but uh, okay. All right, because I'm confident, gosh darn it. And you know what? Like the calendar, your days are numbered, bud. All right? You get that one? Now let's drink. We see a bunch of empty glasses and cups strewn about the floor all around leading up to a table where Beef is sitting across from Zach Ghost. And Zach looks pretty worse for wear right now. His eyes are kind of finding it hard to focus on things around the room. And Beef looks cool as a cucumber. And you know what? You you don't call me Mr. Ghost. We're freaking buddies. Yeah, what do you want me to call you? And he hands him another beer. Uh, oh, ooh, hello. Hi. Who's this cute little number over <laughs> I don't here? know. Hi. She's saucy. Hey, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm happily married. Listen, man, you're, uh, you're, you're really funny. <laughs> you are funny. Oh, I spilled. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Your teens, they don't know, they don't get you. They don't get how funny you are. Get it. And they don't know how to, whatever happened, whatever happened to music in this country. You know what? Call me Silly Peter. You're my friend. You call me Beef. You're my friend. I love it. That's so easy to remember. It's literally my favorite food. Oh my God. You and me (sighs) both, buddy. Hey, can I can I just pay you already? Oh my god! Can I just? You're my friend. I want to keep this going. Yeah, this... I want to freaking. Oh, I spilled. Oh, hilarious! Once again. You know what? Let's let's make this a freaking thing. All right, let's make this official. Let's make this official. Okay, like I'm just gonna say it. You come here once a week. You give me the same bazinga. Oh boy, oh boy, you're gonna be frickin' rich. And one day you're gonna have my frickin' job. So, like, let's make this a thing. Let's spit on our hands. Let's take a blood oath. Let's make an agreement, me and you, Boof. And Beef takes a moment. He has an introspective moment of, he's like, okay, like, I guess if I'm gonna do this, I gotta, I'm gonna do this for the gang. I'm gonna. If I can't be who I am anymore, I don't know. But at least I know I can do this for them. So he looks up at drunk that goes and he spits in his hand and he says, You've got a deal. Seriously, silly Peter. Oh, sorry, silly Peter. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You got a deal. 
All right. Sounds like you've broken bad. Let's put it right there. Hey, this is nice. This is really nice. And they're shaking hands for a while. This is really nice. Wow. All right, man. I We got to get out of here. We got to cross that territory again. And I don't want to go back there. So let's just come on, man. It's nice to meet you, Mr. Silly Pete. <laughs> and likewise, Buff. And Buff's little freaking roly-poly friend. <laughs> Mr. Beef, come on. Coming, I'm coming. Ta-ta for now. T-T-Y-L. Don't know what that means. <laughs> Jumpy's going to pull up the carriage right um, at the border of France. All right. Same time next week. I spy with my little eye. And Jumpy, it leaves. <laughs> MB yells out, you got it, buddy. A new friendship blossoming. And Beef takes his time walking a little bit more confidently back to Bottoms Up. Definitely with a little bit more assurance than he had when he was crying and pushing people on the way out. And as he makes his way back to Bottoms Up, that is now Chucky Busters, as he remembers when he sees the outside and the signage, he enters to find the gang getting ready for bed. Beef? Oh my gosh, we're oh back. God, We've been looking for you for hours. We were what up the, and down the, the block. Heck? It was crazy. Oh my God, we had, a, we had a search party. We were all holding hands, walking across a field. We had a candlelight vigil. Seb wasn't even being managed by oh anybody. Oh my God. And you're filthy. And we're all hugging him and like brushing him off and stuff. Where'd you get this hat? Have you been stabbed? Why are you wearing two hats? Oh, these are your pants. <laughs> Beef pushes them off a little, brushes them off. Why don't you guys um, get ready for bed? I'll be uh, up in a second to tuck you all in. Oh, okay, Beef. Glad you're back. Love you. Yeah, love you. Beef's been like kind of sexy, right? Yeah, I love yeah, his outfit. Cool. He looks incredible. <laughs> he looks insane. That hat, so that sexy. rain hat on top of the pants on his head. <laughs> the hottest thing I've ever seen, I think. Ooh. And as they make their way upstairs and Beef kind of lingers at the bar, a pig from across the bar says, Wait, Beef? Did they say Beef? Is that you? And the pig walks over. It's me. It's your old brother. It's Kerchak. Surely you remember me, Kerchak. Mm, Beef looks him up and down. Yeah, yeah, I remember you, buddy. Yeah, come yeah, on man. in here for a hug. Yeah, I heard you, you know, got super famous, you know, for your music and stuff. And, ah, it's so cool. I heard you worked here, so I had to come check it out. I thought I was going to miss you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I got to see you. I'd love to catch up with you more. Uh, honestly, I would. But um, I, I waited as long as I could. I actually, I got a night shift. Um, I'm an investigator for the Crown. I uh, I specialize in, in taking down Bazinga rings. And uh, apparently there's a new player in town, so... I gotta get back on the case. You don't say, huh? I do say. <laughs> um, but hey, man, maybe I'll come back some other time and actually uh, hang out a little bit more. I'd love to uh, to catch up, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'll see you around, buddy. Yep. Gotta give those bad guys the noose, you know what I mean? They're not gonna give it to themselves. <laughs> and he starts to, to head out the door and looks back, and then you see him. He's kind of just focusing on the hat that's on your hat. And his eyes narrow a bit. Then he shakes his head no and walks out the door and into the rain. Beef turns and he looks into the mirror that's right beside him and he says, Let's save this bar.
Sitcom D&D is comprised of Elizabeth Andrews, Ben Briggs, Aaron Keefe, Waleed Mansour, and me, Sean Coyle. Arnie Parrott wrote the theme song, Elizabeth and Aaron and myself worked out the story concept, and Sean Marr did the editing on this one. Y'all, I gotta tell ya, right now is a great time to check out our Patreon. The support from our patrons is what makes this show possible. It's how we pay for editors, equipment, and all the expenses that go into creating the show that we love. So hop on now for $5 and get access to over 50 hours of content instantly. And for those of you who are already subscribed to our Patreon, shout out to the Kitchen Rats! This week's episode is... The Sitcom Showdown Part 1. In this episode, Aaron has put together a bracket to see which sitcom we think is the greatest of all time. The gang is faced with some tough decisions here, which is why this is just part one of three. But that's not all. I am very excited to announce that starting this Wednesday, I will be releasing four to seven page weekly episodes of my comic book Skyless on the Patreon for the next 13 weeks. And to kick off this new addition to our Patreon content lineup, we'll be releasing a bonus Patreon episode next Wednesday where Aaron Keefe interviews myself and the lead artist, Chris Kirk, about the project. So sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash sitcomdnd and get in on the fun. And finally, if you want to keep up with the gang and get sneak peeks at upcoming episodes and future guests, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at sitcomdnd. That's sitcom and in the letters D-N-D. Okay, I think that's it for now. Until next Tuesday, and thanks, as always, for listening. Thank you, baby. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>